This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest edition of the First Down Snapcast. I'm joined by regular pundits Stuart Horsfall and Ian Davis, and we're joined by a special guest tonight, Charles Clawson. How are you all doing? Don't bother. Oh, for God. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I absolutely give up. Stuart's crying. <laughs> Just bleep it out. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't swear, I said clip. <laughs> it's clearly clear. No. I think that might be the funniest thing you've ever done here. <laughs> it's not difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. <laughs> I, I, I fell off the couch <laughs> Oh, we're gonna be here. We're gonna be here until Christmas. <laughs> oh, that moral. Oh. Uh, sorry, I lost control a little bit then. Right. Need to get toilet. I need to wait then. Nah, I've, I've got I've got adult nappies on. What about thank you, Richard? Good. I'm really good, thanks, Rich. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay, mate. Obviously, got Charles on the show. Charles, would you like to let us up, let the listeners know how you first got into NFL? And because um, I'm quite old, um, I got into it when it was first on Channel Four back in oh, 
don't know, about 84, 1984, something like that. Um, uh, Nicky Horn on the Channel 4 show when Channel 4 was just starting up. Um, that's about it, really. I, I, I uh, picked a couple of teams and kind of stuck with them ever, ever since. But um, I had a, quite a few years in the wilderness and only really sort of got back into it again in the last, I guess, two, three, four years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, there, there is, since you've been watching it for that long, how do you not know anything about the NFL? How have you been watching it that long and not know anything about it? Well, I haven't been watching it that long because I'm quite old. I forgot, for, apart from the fact it was on Channel 4, I've forgotten all of that nearly. And, uh, <laughs> you, you've and, forgotten everything. Yeah, because I'm old. And, you know, you forget things when you get old. Ian will tell you. <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe you remember the name of oh, Nicky Horn, was it? The presenter, Nicky yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> used to it at the beginning. At the beginning, Channel 4 used to rearrange the logo so it looked a bit like an American football player. Remember that? Well, can be. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. How come you can remember all this, but you can't remember who the Packers are playing? Packers are playing, I know the Packers are playing, they're playing the Rams. Well, that'll be a good right. game. We'll go into that. Yeah. Have you, uh, have, you, uh, have you done like a bit of pre, pre-research just before coming on the podcast so you don't get shown up by Ian's knowledge? Oh, oh, if, if I was doing any pre, pre, pre-podcast research, I've done it all now. <laughs> was that it? Just who the back of play? Yeah, that's all, that's all I needed. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so, to be fair, that, that instantly is more than what Ian knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he just tends to agree with whatever I say. I've noticed that, because I'll steal what Stuart's already mentioned. Off air. Yeah. And then can, can, yeah, but can you, rem- can you remember all that from Tuesday night and overnight? <laughs> Don't forget, I'm the person who listens to the podcast that you keep talking about. Oh yeah, are you yeah. the are you the one are you the one listener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Are you are you the guy who doesn't tell your wife where you're going? No, listen. Nobody's listening to it. <laughs> That's true. Still not swearing though. No, there's no swearing no. on this show. No one does that. No. So we'll come on to later on in the show while Ch- why Charles is on here, but we'll kick off this week with the news. NFL news and rumours. So, one of the major news stories this week, we briefly discussed last week, and I think I'll quote Ian's words, Dallas Cowboys don't need a Mary Cooper. What well, happened this week, Ian? Can I just say, right, <laughs> you two have been telling me that I said this. I can't remember that I was having this conversation. We did. There is actually recorded evidence that you said it, because it was on the podcast last week. You said Dak didn't need him, and Dallas won't spend a first rounder for him. I think it's a great signing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, from what I gather, they, they didn't want to spend a first rounder on him, and then after their con- complete inept performance at the weekend, they basically just went on on Monday, yeah, we'll have him, he's a first round pick, send yeah, him over. Allegedly, the Eagles had offered a second round pick, and that had been knocked back by the Raiders. Yeah. I'd heard that as well. Yeah. But I, I think... I think it's going to be a, a great pick for Dallas, and uh, I think everyone will prove wrong about John Gruden, but that's maybe another story. I'd, uh, to be honest, I think the jury's still out on Gruden. I think his plan now is becoming that he just basically wants to rebuild the entire roster, and I think I read somewhere that there's only two players that he's not willing to trade, and that's um, somebody they drafted this year and Derek Carr, and everybody else is basically up for, up, up for, draft, uh, for trading. 
See, I'm um, not as... sure. I was just going to say, I'm not sure that they're not going to trade Derek Carr. I don't think they're trading yet. Well, there's two weeks left. Days. I don't, I think it could be an interesting two weeks. You know, I think Derek Carr could still leave the leave the Raiders. I think if he's going to go, he'll go at the end of the season, I think. I think Gruden's canny enough to see what he's... Because he's a good player. He's been a bit off form recently. But I think that he'll be assessed over the rest of the season and then they might get rid of him close season. <clears throat> I, I disagree with that slightly because I don't think the QB talent that's coming through in this draft is good enough to replace Derek Carr. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does a lot of his rebuild in this year's draft and then gives him some weapons next year to see what he does next year and then maybe the end of 19 he's drafted, he's traded away if he doesn't perform. Because looking at what they could pick up in the draft this year, I don't think they would get the franchise quarterback that they would want. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. We'll like I said, this year, this year was the year of the quarterbacks, wasn't it? So it's no, you yeah, never get two back-to-back years. But back to back to. Yeah, I was just going to say think John Gruden's uh, better than he's been made out to be, and I think he's I think he's going to turn out to be Brian Clough. Of the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's one of those things where you, when you trade away some of your better players, then there's always going to be eye buys raised. But I think if he's looked at it and he's going to have a two, three, four year project, and I mean, he's going to be there for ten years, isn't he? So um, if he's going to use the, that to get the picks to obviously turn the entire team around, then only time is going to tell. But um, if I was a Raiders fan, I'd be, I'd be concerned right now. Yeah, there's two ways of looking at it, though, isn't he? You can be concerned. Or you can think he is building for the future. I mean, they've written off this season. Um, yeah. Probably next season. And once they get established in Vegas, then perhaps that's when he wants to be in his uh, yeah. top form. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I wonder if they're doing a sneaky thing, that rebuild for a couple of years, and then within a couple of years of being in Vegas, be a t- um, Super Bowl challenger. Try and get yeah. the trophy there to franchise early in Vegas. Yeah, because it's a big deal to Vegas. It is a big deal going to Vegas, but I mean, every man in it, well, every team's ambition is to win a Super Bowl, so uh, it's not as easy as just rebuilding a team no. and then you'll automatically be, you know, challenging. So, um, it's some big calls getting rid of known talent on the off chance that you're going to pick up similar talent or better in the draft for a cheaper price. So, <laughs> that's where the. Sorry, I know, yeah. you. I think it's an extreme policy, but it might garner extreme results. It's a gamble. It is a gamble, um, and if he thinks it's worth the risk, then 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 fair enough. But I think that's why a lot of fans are upset because the kind of talent like um, you know Khalil Mack is the kind of talent that doesn't come round very often in the draft, no. and it's not and it's not the it's not the kind of talent that even in your first year is going to be, you know that good it's kind of a building talent and I think that's why most people are upset because you just cannot replace Khalil Mack but if you don't get, if the two of them don't get on there's always going to be one loser there was only Khalil Mack the only loser for the Raiders obviously it's the game <laughs> yeah, but, of the, the but they didn't get they, yeah but they didn't get on because they, they didn't pay him the money if they'd have paid him the money I'm sure they would have got on like house on fire yeah do we obviously now with Cooper leaving a lot of pressure is going to be on Jordan Elson isn't it now what before the window end of the season I don't know you know I don't know enough about it but I've just got a feeling Jordan Nelson's not a good fit for the Raiders and he's, he's you know he's, he's not going to run away from anyone is he 
Well, no, he's, he's a possession he's a possession yeah. receiver, isn't he? He's yeah, somebody yeah. that you're just gonna you're gonna see who's gonna use to move the chains. I don't think they've actually got that that deep threat anymore because I think they've been using Matavis Bryant like that, and I think mm. he's dropped far too many um, balls this year. Uh, so I don't think they've got. And to be honest, maybe they are just a, a chain moving possession team at the minute because you know that's what they're gonna have to use Jared Cook for. Didn't they, get, didn't they get rid of Bryant and bring him back in? Yeah, because yeah. the Flyers going to be suspended, didn't they? Yeah. And they've also lost um, Lynch's out for the season now as well, didn't they? I knew he was out. I knew he was out for the season. So but I don't think he's out for the season. I think he's out for a significant period. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think they're clawing out of that. He's probably yeah. played his last game in Oakland. Well, I heard yeah. something today, because you mentioned Jerry after the court. I, I, I heard he, he might be next on the chopping block. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised in at Auckland at the minute, to be honest. I think any trades that come out of there wouldn't be surprised me. Um, I, I do want to say, though, one thing before we move on, that we, we started on Dallas on this one. And um, I actually think that, yes, I do think it's a good trade to get Amari Cooper for a first-round pick, but I still think that the, uh, the jury is out on Dak Prescott. On whether he is going to be a, be able to sit in the pocket and make the plays that Dallas need with those re- wide receivers because they've actually got a decent wide receiver group now. Yeah. yeah. But he's shown he's shown he can be a good player. I mean, okay, the last couple of seasons not so well, but his, with his first season in, he, he was outstanding. He was. Yeah. yeah, but they were running a slightly they were running a slightly different offense. The, the, mm. the reason that that Dak is a is a threat is because he's got such good legs and he can move. Um, it opens up, and he's got obviously Zeke out the backfield. That he opens up the play action, but I've, I've only seen him do it once this year. But now that they've got, again, now they've got Mary Cooper, surely that gives him more options because of the wide receivers have got at the moment since they lost what's his name. Uh, uh, the top of looking downfield. He's not. He's not even. He's not. Yeah, he's not even targeting him. So you know you can have you can have the best wide receivers in the world, but if if Dak is throwing the ball, it doesn't matter who they've got running the routes, does it? And my concern with Dak is that his tendency is to either give it to Zeke or scramble. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas just bin him off because um, if you're going to invest in people like Amari Cooper, you need someone that's going to sit in the in the pocket and make the plays. And I don't think that Prescott. I'm actually now starting to think that that Prescott, and maybe not as bad, but he's going the same way as Blake Bortles, where you get one good game and then just a load of bang average games. I'm quite excited when, about about that pairing, Prescott and uh, Cooper. It and should I think be. It could be something. Yeah, um, they've yes, got a lot of nondescript wide receivers there, and suddenly they've got a big star, and I think it could be the making of. That Prescott, but obviously, uh, I've got to disagree with you, Stuart. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I also admit I could be wrong. But I, all I would say is that Alan Hearns was very was quite productive in the Jaguars team with Blake Bortles throwing up to him, and he's now less productive with Dak Prescott throwing to him. And you don't just become a poor receiver overnight. And I think it's more to the fact that Dak Prescott doesn't target his wide receivers. At least Blake Bortles will try and air it out. I mean, granted, he gets picked more often than not, but he will try and air it out, whereas Dak doesn't, and he sits in the pocket too long, doesn't pass when he sees the opportunity, and then ends up scrambling around. But maybe you've got a situation now where because uh, Amari Cooper's going to be like double and triple marked, it might give the chance for the other wide receivers to shine a bit. That's all I'm thinking. 
Possible. Uh, poss- possible, but I, I still think that you've got to you've got to take the shots, and I'm I'm not sure he does take the shots. That's my concern with with Dak at the minute. We've got. Let's have a final word from the Cowboys fan, Ian. You've been sat quietly listening to it all. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the Cowboys anymore. Um, is he crying? <laughs> what I was. What I did, didn't realise was Amari Cooper. He's only six months older than Calvin Ridley. Didn't yeah. know that. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know if it's going to be a good move or not. Because I have my doubts about Dak Prescott as well. Um, I, I don't. Have we just wasted a first round pick on somebody who we're not going to be able to throw the ball to? Yeah, it's, yeah. it was an expensive deal. Yeah. Well, it might not be expensive, of course. Oh, yeah, it could yeah. end up not being expensive. Yeah. If, if, we get, if them two connect and Dallas make playoffs and do well in the playoffs, it's a, it was yeah. a first round well spent. And I think they're on the up a little bit at the moment, Dallas, after a, after a very slow start. I think they lost the last game. Yeah, but I still think they're on the up overall. They're looking like just, they've got a bit more energy. They just lost it because of a bad call. They knocked us back five yards. Yeah, I, interestingly enough, I didn't see the finish of that game because I watched half of it on Dallas on, on, Dallas, on Sky, went to bed, then I was going to watch the other half on uh, Game Pass, and Game Pass blanks it out for 24 hours, so I never actually got to see the game finish. Yeah, Dallas lost. Yeah, I know. That's all I know. I don't know how they lost. I don't know. You know, they're looking all right. He hit the pass with a field yeah, goal. Stan- but, standard field goal miss. But again, it was offensive play calling when we just wasted time instead of having a shot at the end zone. We right. just went yeah. Well, well you've got Amari Cooper now, so it might all change. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, another trade what's happened this week was Eli Apple to the Saints from the Giants. What were your thoughts on that, Stu? The wrong Eli. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, Odell thought it was either Eli, didn't he? Yeah. I did see that. That did make me laugh a little bit when uh, the, that meme came out. I mean, to be honest, um, I is think it Eli... A meme? You know what? Is it meme or is it a meme? I was thinking exactly the same. I don't know. Because we're old. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. No, I don't. <clears throat> One of them stupid pictures with words on. It's a meme. All the fans can write in and tell us. Meme. 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 Thanks, thanks for clearing that up. Anyway, back to the question in hand. <laughs> uh, I, I think um, I think what you'll find is I think you'll find gi- giants are going to go through a. A period of a rebuild as well. Me. Um, <laughs> we have a, we have a child aboard tonight. That's not me. I've got to say. Me. Um, have you have you quite me. finished? <laughs> Good move for Saints, um, though, isn't it? Well, I me. think that said secondary needed some help anyway, so I think that's um, it's good for them, um, and I think you'll just see. Um, Giants basically start to rebuild a little bit. I think they're definitely going to need a quarterback. Um, yeah, it, I think I think they they were trading away. Um, did they did trade away a defensive tackle as well? Yeah, to, um, to Lions. Yeah. So I think you're going to see that. Um, I think Giants are probably going to go through a period of rebuild. I think it's good for for the for the Saints because um, Eli Apple was quite. a Touted talent in, uh, a couple of years ago when he got drafted, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does. But 
they've got a very young secondary now so I think Apple was probably one of the most experienced so it'll be interesting to see how they get on um, I hope 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 I because you said he'd take a snap at Patriots. They, I, I'm sticking with the fact that they must be. He must not be able to learn the playbook. Because no one wants him. <laughs> because he's a first round talent that is now. Is, is this going to be his fourth team? I'm thinking, I think it's his fourth team this season, isn't it? He's had Browns, Bills, Patriots, and now Giants. Was he at the Bills? Yeah. Bills had him for like three days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't think he can. I don't think he can learn the playbook. I think his biggest problem is I don't think he knows the playbook. So I, I can't see any team wanting to risk a roster spot on somebody that they're not quite sure is going to run the route that the quarterback's expecting. Yeah. Um, when Odell was thinking it was over Eli the other day, it came out Eli Manning's got a no trade deal in his contract, so he can't be traded away. Really? Yeah, I was reading up about this yesterday. No, so, really. two two years ago, he, he got a clause put into the contract that the Giants couldn't trade him away. Now, that must be... That I mean, is a, I'm, not, I'm not being funny, but who, who, who in the right mind is going to trade for Eli Manning anyway? How many, time, how, many, how many times did he get sacked this, this weekend? Is it six or seven? Yeah, he's... he's I mean, that's, I, that's a lot down to his O-line, but I don't think... His O-line are complaining that he's sitting in the pocket too long and they can only hold him out for so long um, I, yeah I mean which team is generally going to go try and trade for Eli Manning no one's going to go out of there exactly so that clause in his contract is irrelevant yeah so it'll be interesting so we'll bring the news to end this week so looking back let's have a look at week 7's highs and lows and our defensive and offensive players of the week um, start with you Ian on any highs The game at Wembley was a good one, wasn't it? It was. But about time we had a nice little nail biter. Yeah, uh, I mean, it wasn't the best game in the world, was it? But it was exciting. I know Stuart's going to want to ch- ch- chomp in in a minute about the two point conversion. No, I mean, oh. I'm going to chomp in at the fact that I watched it on TV because I didn't go to the game. You went to the game, so you're probably going to have a slightly different perspective. But actually, it was a pretty dull game to watch. Mm. I think, well, just very quickly. <clears throat> Because I thought the Titans started off quite well with the first drive, but then <laughs> that 75-yarder by Philip Rivers, I just thought I just thought Chargers were going to run away with it from that point on. How well, is that? It's I think it was the safety for the cha- uh, for the Titans got caught out napping twice. Didn't? Yeah, he did. Are we? I think it was a better team all round, and I was. Yeah, I, I was surprised how. Badly, the Chargers looked without Melvin Gordon. They completely lost one dimension of the game, which was the running game. And without that, they looked they looked shaky. Um, I was going to I was going to say something about that, and <clears throat> perhaps I didn't notice that as much as, as as you lot would. But it was very much like you got this idea that the Titans wrote toil and all running and working hard, driving the ball up the field, and then it was just bang, 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 and Chargers scored with you know long throws it was. Yeah, well, that's what it was 
the Chargers didn't have a running game and, and mm. for some reason the Titans who not had a running game at all all year suddenly decided to find a running game so it was yeah. it was a game if you would have picked it I would have said that Chargers running game would have completely outperformed the Titans but it was the other way around I think we talked um, about Week, yeah, but I tell you what, I feel sorry for Marcus Mariota because his his wide receivers are just dropping oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, Corey yeah. Davis was he had some clear ones which you should no way be dropping them at all. Oh, but they're on they're like on clutch players like where he's like third and nine, and he he hits, he hits Corey Davis with a like a proper bread basket pass, and he just drops it, and then then you bring on the punting team and it's just. For me, that they need to seriously address that wide receiver group because it is not good enough at the minute. I don't know masses about Mariota, but I thought he looked good in a scrambling role in the game. I thought he was quite yeah, impressive that, in, that, in that way. That's because he can't trust it to throw it to his wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all getting revealed now, didn't I? You know, yeah. I thought about that. Yeah. Um, any highs or lows for you, Stu? What stand out? <clears throat> Um, I, a particular high for me, which is, and um, I mean, you can, you all know my disdain for uh, Blake Bottles, was the fact that he got subbed out, and Cody Kessler came into play. I thought that was a particular high point of the weekend. Um, and I know he does well in London, but the way he's playing, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again at Wembley if he gets subbed out, because I think he's taking the Jaguars team backwards, single-handedly taking them backwards. I, I don't think it's helping the fact that they're, mi- they're missing Lenny Fournette as well. I think that's a big miss for him. But I, I seriously think that Jaguars are now coming to terms with the fact that they shouldn't have given him in that, that ridiculous contract and they should probably look for a quarterback because the window for Super Bowls closes pretty quickly and they have got a genuine Super Bowl winning team apart from a quarterback and yeah. it's like mm-hmm. the most important position. Um, I think at one point in that game, he he had more sacks than I mean somebody might have to correct me on this but I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere that he had more there was more sacks on him than complete passes wow yeah I don't know about that but that's impressive it was somewhat ridiculous and that's why he got oinked out of the game and I don't think Cody Kessler was much better but um, well, I think in the long run Cody Kessler probably could be a lot better but I think um that was a particular high point for me because I think the Jags need to move on from bottles. Yeah. Um, any highs or lows for you, Charles? Um, I've probably got high and a low at Wembley. Um, the high's got to be that when we eventually struggled through the crowds in the inner circle to meet you, Richard, at the at half time, which is incidentally too short a half time. Uh, <laughs> but the high was that Stuart wasn't there. Stuart wasn't there. <laughs> Stuart, who I've got to also mention the week before, who was there, which could have been low for last week, did look with his uh, his, his um, Vikings hat on, suspicious like Mr. Burns out of the Simpsons. Oh, Stuart, love to you tonight. It's just um... I tell you, there's a lot of jealousy kicking around, isn't there? <laughs> a, oh, and, and just while we're on the subject of Wembley, just moving away from Stuart for a minute, if we can. Is a low has got to be what they're doing to Wembley and the surrounding area. Oh, the and hotels. Again, yeah, me and Ian were in um, Miami last year, and I know America's a big country and there's loads of room to do stuff and what have you, but they had this opportunity to make Wembley this big stadium with a big, nice surrounding, surrounding area, and they're just putting buildings on every inch of concrete that they can find. 
and yeah. it's awful yeah. it's not but they, like, I think you've hit the nail on the head they just don't have the space but they, but they have got the space it's it's they want to make money which I, I understand but you know, you, you had a chance to create a bit of greenery around Wembley because there is there is space if you want to make it that way. Yeah, I think they've just they've just messed up really because it's like United yeah. Stadium now. Yeah, but it's a, it's a yeah. I mean, I, under, I I kind of agree with you, but I, it's also business and you yeah. want it to be profitable, don't you? But, but so, I, so, I, so I, the NFL as a whole, and they manage it. Yeah, but there's a lot more space in America, like a lot more space. I just get the impression with, with the UK, and this is almost getting political, is that they just it's just all about money and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I had a I had a sneaky thought today because I don't, you know, we've obviously not mentioned it in the news, but now that it looks like the Wembley deal's off, is um, why don't they look at maybe just building a stadium, but building it maybe in the middle of the country that's a little bit more accessible by everybody? That's always the argument, and then everyone says Birmingham. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to slag off Birmingham, but it's, 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 you've got to have it in London. Yeah, the deal isn't completely dead yet. I've heard that. Yeah, but there's, there's rumours going today that it looks like yeah. sit, sit higher FA member, but people want it reversing because they wanted it. So I, I think this this will carry on for the rest of the season. I think you're right. I don't think it's dead in the water. Far from it. No, because they've, they've said it's he's pulled out of it, but they've never said it's dead dead. So I think the FA have got no money. The FA are going to have to get this deal through. If they're going to, if they're going to look, and I know you've talked about this before, and stop me from going over old ground because obviously do listen to podcasts. If if the UK and London are going to get a, a franchise team, doesn't that raise a problem that that, that Spurs ground's been built with the purpose of having American football, but Wembley wants American football? Is that possibly what the the issue is? Who's going to actually have the home team? Or they're going to have two franchises? No, they'll have one franchise, which will be probably the... Well, it's looking more likely that it'll be the Jaguars and the home stadium will be Wembley. And then the NFL will bring other teams to play other regular season games, like, you know, Eagles versus Seattle or whatever, will be played at... at, at but you'll probably only get one of them a year. Yeah. You might only get, you might only get one, maybe two of them a year. So you don't think you don't think there's a, a, a position where you could have a franchise team at Tottenham and the franchise? No, team. I don't think you can. I don't think you can because at Premier League, Tottenham no. will need that ground yeah. more often. Yeah, and it all comes down. It all comes down to whether the you, we get a, a team that moves. So whether the Jags move mm. or the only other team that could potentially move would be the Chargers because they're struggling for a home at the minute. So if you get a team that moves to London, that's one thing. Or the NFL completely do expansion teams, and then you might see that there's actually three or four teams coming, two to four. And then yeah. you might find that one goes to New Mexico or somewhere, or they get another one in the states. And or then it'll be a stand. Want there be room for two teams in London, or am I just getting totally? Out I of think there. there'll be only one in London. I, think, I I would be surprised if there's two. I think you're looking at one and one only. Yeah. yeah. I think the last mention of they were potentially doing a, a four-team expansion in 2022, and I think the names were London, Mexico, St. Louis had get a team back, and then I can't remember the other area. It's somewhere what hasn't got a team now. Wasn't Bradford, was it? No, they're definitely oh, Stu, don't rise to it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I, I've tuned him out. I don't <laughs> listen anymore. 
Um, I'll just mention this. It's a bit of a low, but Ian will think this is a high. How bad's the Eagles getting? 17 and look with 15 minutes to go and they're still lost. He was brilliant, wasn't he? I forgot to play catch up a bit this week. But in that last drive as well, Cam Newton was on, he had to go for a fourth down with 10 yards to go. And, and he made that, I thought that was great. The last complete, absolutely that, it was great. Is, is it proving now that last year was a fluke or are they just having serious, I know they've got a lot of injuries. Is it a bit of bad luck? Because they look a shaddy. No. They don't look like they were last year. I, ju- I, I just think it is that hard to win a Super Bowl. Doing it back to back is bloody impossible. And I think what the Patriots have done is ridiculous over the the last couple of years. So that just is more to do with what Bill Belichick's done. And I think sustaining it year on year is really hard. Yeah. And of course they had the problems with the uh, the quarterbacks, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but Wentz played the first eight weeks last year, didn't he? Say again, sorry? Wentz played the first eight weeks last year and got him into the position where they were going to the playoffs. He was longer than eight weeks, wasn't he? About week 13 he got injured. But he, he pra- practically got him to the playoffs. I know yeah. Foles then took him to final and won it, but if it weren't for Wentz in the early weeks, he probably wouldn't have got him there. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but you have a whole problem there. Where you've got two top-rated quarterbacks, who do you play? Well, Wentz will get it because he's a, who was the first round pick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, but perhaps that wasn't the answer. Perhaps they're suffering a hangover because often they're thinking they should have played Falls. Yeah, it is, it's a hard one. I, in in theory, Falls should have gone. They should have gone to Jaguars. But is the? I mean, in my opinion, humble opinion, is the Super Bowl-winning quarterback? Surely you should be allowed to prove it wasn't just a fluke. Yeah. Even though you've got wet, I understand you've got Wentz there, but sometimes you know you've got to go with what you you you're going to keep the momentum going. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, but if Wentz hadn't got injured, he would have been playing in that Super Bowl anyway. Yeah. But he did. This yeah. is what I'm saying. And yeah, but the questions are: if Wentz was fit, they might not have got at Super Bowl. No. I'm not being funny. If you look at the games that Falls played. It was pretty crap in all of them until they got to the playoffs. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, I think you can concede that went, point. Yeah. And yeah, but a lot of the times it was the play calling that helped him. It wasn't him. It was he was running the players. He, was, he wasn't doing any particularly great changes at the line against. You know, a lot of the things that he was doing, he was just making. He was his receivers making plays or making catches. I, I, I mean, I agree. I think he should have moved on to try and prove that he won. But I think even he knew his own limitations, and he was happy being in uh, number two. Yeah, and maybe that's what's caused caused the whole disruption. Then I don't know. No, but it's definitely interesting. Um, so, offensive and defensive players of the week. We'll come to Stu first. Uh, offensive player of the week, and I, I, I always said to myself that I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't. I won't go for a Vikings player. Oh, <laughs> but I, I don't think you can look far from Adam Phelan getting his oh, seventh. You've seen off me last week, aren't you? Oh. Yeah, but the yeah. fact that he does it every you week. Me off me. So, yeah, I am hundred percent copying off you. Seventh, um, hundred yard game. receiving game in a row. That's just. I mean, that's ridiculous. Is that? Um, my other my other call out for offensive player of the the uh, the week is Carry On Johnson at Detroit. 
I thought he's now actually starting to look like the running back that uh, Detroit have always wanted. He put in another 100-yard rushing game, so he's second of the season, and I think that's something that Detroit have missed as a running game. And he completely and utterly showed up the guy at Blunt, um, who looked awful. Um, but defensive player of the week, um, a player that we've mentioned um, is before is Leonard at the Colts, who I thought was again an absolute beast this week. Yeah, um, he seems he seems to be a one man tackling machine. <laughs> he, he seems to be getting like ten, twelve, you know, sometimes twenty tackles a game. It's ridiculous. He's an absolute monster. He is he's crazy um, at the moment. And the one the one week he was injured was the one week the Colts got absolutely packed. So you know. I think uh, I think I'm going to go for him for my uh, defensive player of the week. Excellent, um, Ian. Um, I'm actually going with the Colts. My offensive player. Um, I thought Marlon Mack was superb in the running game. Yeah. The weekend. Um, I think that was a bit of a breakout game for him. So I think he can make that spot he's going forward now. Playing like that, he was brilliant. Um, defensive player. For me, it was Alan, Alan Donald. And again, I'm a bit limited this week because, as you know, I was coming back, I was driving back from Wembley, so I've watched highlights of a lot of the games. I didn't sit there on Sunday night watching many of them, but um, Alan Donald, four sacks, forced fumble. Um, the Rams in general were great on defence on Sunday, but Alan Donald stood out. Um, and it, just a shout out myself for did you see that Jonathan Jones, one handed interception? No. No. That was, that was superb. He reached him with one hand and just took it away from the receivers. It was almost like... Oh, yeah. I did see that. I did see yeah. that. It was it was it epic. Was it was almost like... It's almost like he turned round. It was almost like he was the receiver. Yeah. He whipped it. He just whipped it away from him. Took it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, he it was, it was, it was, it. Look it up because it is, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Charles. Offensive... Well, I have. <laughs> I have actually got a couple of names and nobody's named them yet so it might mean that the don't uh, don't don't nick my names charles <laughs> you watched the, watch the wrong week <laughs> oh, don't start me on that right i've got for offensive player of the week i've got i know you're not allowed to have two but i'm, I'm so i'm gonna i'm gonna sort of paper over that and say i've got an offensive player of the week and uh, um an honorary mention at the same time and they both come from the chiefs game the player of the week i think was kareem Holmes. Um, I'll, I'll agree with that. Three touchdowns, yeah. 147 yards rushing, and then about 70 yards receiving. Class game. He just, he just everything he touched turned to gold. But, but yeah. moving on, moving on. Unless anyone else wants to say about that, I'll just talk to me. I'll do me honorary mention at the same time. Who is uh, Mahomes? Oh yeah. Yeah. Just purely just for one particular. I mean, apart from his, his outstanding abilities. Just for one little bit, when they when they had a they got a touchdown, and he was at the back of them all pushing the bloke over, and it's just like you know going an extra mile, you know yeah. he, he's just involved in everything. I think that's great, so great yeah. to see, so exciting. Definitely. And, uh, you want a defensive? Do anyone else want to say anything about that, or do you want me defensive? Player? No, get your defensive. No, I agree. I agree with them. I'll give you them. That's that's two good picks. It also it almost means like you only watch one game though. No, no, because I'm going to come for another game now. You see, I'm playing the Joker. I've uh, <laughs> the, the Broncos Cardinals game. Vaughn Miller. Yep. Yeah. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn yeah, was just Miller. Always, he was stripping balls. He was in the face of the quarterback all the time. I thought it was phenomenal. He was. He had a really good game. 
Yeah, he's an absolute beast, is Von Miller. Yeah. Though. Yeah, yeah, I was just I was just in awe watching him. Yeah, yeah. he did have a fantastic. Just, oh, always yeah. there, he was like a one man defence. Yeah, he is. That's what he is. He's a one man defence. Yeah. So, so following on from that, Charles, in that game, so my offensive player of the week is Emmanuel Sanders. He, yeah, he had a fantastic yeah. game in that against the Cardinals. Hundred and two receive, hundred and two receiving yards and one touchdown. For, was it forty-five ten or something? Yeah, forty-five ten. Yeah, he had a fantastic game. You've nicked me, God. You've nicked my defensive player of the week, though. Cause I was going for double Denver. <laughs> so I don't really want. I don't. I don't, I don't want to mention a Dallas player. Uh, double D. So, my other one, my other defensive player, will give to Corey Littleton of the Rams, who had eight tackles and two sacks against the 49ers. So, along with Donald and everyone else, they've got Littleton chipping in with tackles now. To be fair, though, didn't everybody in that front seven get about two sacks? Yeah. Yeah, they did absolutely batter the 49ers. Did they? Yeah, I was going to say... I don't think there was many of the front seven that didn't get a sack. No, so you could name, we could pretty, pretty much all of us could have named the Rams player besides some spare. Should we just leave it that the, the, the Rams defence as a whole gets um, defensive player of the week? Like we did with Baltimore the other week. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So that brings to the end our week seven review. Du, du, du. Can I just say one last thing? Yeah. About week seven review. And it, it, it's... I hate to do this because Ian's on here He's in, and I just want to big up Dallas a little bit no 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 because and, and, and it takes a lot to do this and Ian will be like if he's if he's, if he's not sat down now he'll be sat me. down um, me oh don't. Yeah, don't, don't don't spoil me thunder me. you know don't ruin it for me me anyway I just want to mention Dan Bailey everyone was saying Dallas was stupid for getting rid of him and lo and behold he misses another kick at the weekend so did Mayer at the end of the game. <laughs> I didn't see the end of the game, did I? <laughs> Trust me, you missed it. Yeah. Yeah, right. You already hit the post. Yeah, because Sky blacked me out. Or rather, the uh, Game Pass blacked me out. Yeah, because of Sky. But I still, thought, I still think that stands up that Dan Bailey's not the, the presence he once was. And I think Dallas uh, were right to get rid of him. Definitely. Bailey's not the team anymore, anymore, is he? Sorry? Bailey's not the team anymore, is he? <laughs> no, but he's, got, he's a lot. He's a lot better than Carlson. Yeah, but Stuart also missed that. Ian, I'd like to point out. He's not quite as intelligent as you. I got it, but it, it was it was a really poor joke, and I glossed I, over it. I thought it was really good. <laughs> well, you would. It's an age thing, isn't it? To be fair, though, it's a dr- it's a drink that old people drink anyway. So, <laughs> but it's just ruined by the fact that Ian's delivery. Because obviously been thinking about that for some time. Yeah. I've been waiting for three weeks. I've been waiting for the next I've just been waiting. I could have come on specially just to line you up for that one. Right. Is that really why you're here? No, we're going to get on to that now. So, as briefly mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have Charles on tonight. And we're Charles on for a very special reason. He's the other half of the Chuckle Brothers of the Idiots on Tour 2018 which starts this weekend Ian, Charles are going over to the States to watch 4 games in the next 14 days, 10 days what Charles told his wife and they're going to be blogging, video blogs we're going to phone them next week on the podcast but really it's over to you Ian and Charles to let us, everyone know what you're going to be getting up to Can I just can I just clarify something because I am your one listener 
<laughs> I just want to clarify some abuse that I've been receiving over the last few weeks. And what I'd like, I'd like to just set the record straight, please. Because he hasn't got a wife. What? What? what, 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 what <laughs> Divorce has come on it. It's, it's, it's eminently true about what happened last year, if anyone has been listening, about the fact that I did spring the Miami game last year on my wife with very little notice. She but cries. This year, the truth of it is, I was sat I was at home one night, just minding my own business, and my missus comes in and she said, why don't you go for a fortnight to America next year? Because you enjoyed it so much last year. <laughs> and, and and that's the truth of it, and the rest of it's all lies. Okay, but what did she want What did she want in return, Charles? <laughs> Are we on air still? We're still on air. Yes. I can't possibly reveal that. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, I, I, I think you'd, I'd be asking for a lot more than two weeks in America. <laughs> Although, to be fair, technically, if you go for two weeks, you don't have to come back. That could solve all your problems. I might have to come back because I still, country to probably leave, I've still got a job to go back to. Well, yeah, this is I true. Yeah. I thought you'd retired. Yeah, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Do you want to fill everyone in here on what you guys are going to be getting up to and what you've got lined up yeah we're um, we're flying into LA um, we get there on Saturday and we're going we're actually we've actually got an interview planned with one of the um, NFL officials um, is it, what's his name Charles Blair right, right. Blair Blair Witch Blair Witch you sure you two being led up Garden Path here <laughs> Yeah. I'll call uh, his name, I'll think about it. Laird Hayes, it's Laird Hayes. He's actually um, been official at three Super Bowls and he's an official at this year's as well. So we're going to no, do we're not going to say, say too much about him because you're going to think up some really clever questions yeah. to ask him and you can have it on the podcast another yeah. uh, week so I'm not going to spoil yeah. that. Suffice uh, to say we are going to be speaking to him. Yeah, Is please that, make sure you record it because otherwise it's pointless. This is this could be interesting. The please make sure you record it, but I'm now worried about that. Yeah, j- just make sure you've got it written down. I know you're both old, but you've got to remember to record it. I can't imagine this yeah. doing it. Is it, is saying, it? I thought you were recording it. Do you have to press play and record at the same time on the cassettes? Yeah. Are you are you taking a beta max with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we and then. Later that day, we're going to see the uh, with the Coliseum to see the Rams Packers. the Packers, yeah. We then are driving up the Pacific Highway to San Francisco. Just be careful about how much information you give out here, because not our fans following us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't want to let them know the hotels we're staying in. Because, Ian, uh, Ian, I'm going to warn you now <laughs> that one of the fans is probably going to be in the car with you. <laughs> 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 um, then we. We'll get to San Francisco. They're playing on the Thursday night next week um, against the Raiders. So the 49 and the Raiders, which we'll that's I'm fasc- fascinated about that game. <laughs> um, that's going to be a humdinger, is that one? Yeah, yeah we can't wait. Like, tell you what, it could be a humdinger. All joking aside, yeah, for whatever reason. But I mean, they're both pretty poor this season. But it could make for a good game. CJ um, Breathed is the legend. Porn star with that tash. Yeah. Then we, after that, we're flying to New Orleans, and this game could be the game of the season. 
where the Saints are hosting the LA Rams on the uh, Sunday tea time. Yeah, um, that could be the game uh, of the year. And for any London listeners, Sunday tea. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, it's half past nine. Half past no, nine. No, for any London listeners, that's that's uh, dinner time. Tea time, dinner time. Just, just a bit of translation for you there. <laughs> it's not dinner time is it? Dinner time is twelve o'clock. Yeah, you, you don't realise that when you're, da- when you're down south, you've got to make some exceptions for them, and they won't yeah, really have It's a bit of a pointless conversation because. We've already established that we only have one listener, which is you, So, So you're telling yourself what time it's going to be on, and you're going to be in America. I've told my mum to listen today. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, so... Your mum's going to listen anyway, so she'll... she'll Richard, make sure you cut that opening bit out then, definitely. Oh, yeah, I will do. If Charles' mum's listening, I better cut that out. Yes, yes. Um, So, yeah, so watching that game, very excited about that. Then the following morning, we fly to Dallas. And and why would you want to do that? Because we're going to be watching God's team play the Tennessee Titans at the AT&T. Wow. Where's that? Oh. Thursday night? No, that's, the, that's Monday night game. So you're doing two games in oh. two days? Yeah, yeah. Isn't, wow. isn't Garrett? Garrett's not God. You told me you don't like him. No, he's Cla- Mr. Clappy. The clappy. I think raised him up to the level of God, though. The whole team. That's why, if you notice, in some game where the sunshine, there's a there's a gap in the stadium. That's so God can watch his own team play. Yeah. But, but don't they call don't they call Yorkshire God's country? Yorkshire people do. Yeah. Well, you are Yorkshire people. <laughs> I'm technically not, am I? That's from Lincolnshire. Uh, yeah. You're one of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. My concern is, guys. So obviously, we're gonna we're gonna call you next Tuesday to get yeah. you on the show. Obviously, you're gonna be see you next Tuesday. You're gonna be driving, so I'm concerned that you may have been locked up for some road offences somewhere. That's very true. Yeah. Um, uh, when when do you fly back? Do you fly back on the Tuesday after the Dallas game? No, no, no. We've got a few days in Dallas after that. We're gonna do the stadium tour. Uh, the AT&T um, it, it, what, what he's saying he wants to go and see uh, Mr Clappy Stu he really wants to meet his idol no I'm yeah. just thinking that we, are we going to do another are we going to get you on the Tuesday after as well after the yeah. Dallas game to do it yeah back to back Tuesdays we'll get them both on yeah what are we yeah. going to do while we're over there yeah yeah, yeah. All, you, all you need to do is find somewhere with internet and we'll Skype call it yeah yeah no problem um, are you guys going to also on your road trips Whenever you go to find a donut shop, are you going to take a photo for Luke? Luke Benz? Yeah, because yeah, we know Luke likes a good donut. We're going to take a photo. He's actually asked us for a donut from every shop that we find. <laughs> <laughs> just the one or a box? <laughs> <laughs> well, he originally said just, just every, every stop at Dunkin' Donuts and every time, but we, we thought yeah. it was more adventurous. With yeah, well, you'll, never, you'll never get 20 games, though, if you have to stop at a donut shop. Yeah, and to be well, fair, there's crust, there's crusty creme as well, and and you've got to be bear in mind that he's got a lot more mouths to feed now, hasn't he? Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Where's well, when he goes on holiday, he has a plane now. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's got he's got he's technically a private jet, if you ask him. <laughs> we was on about coming across to America next year. He won't be coming across yeah. next year. Trust me. Main sense will be too high. Apparently we have to use a ground bus service. <laughs> yeah, well, he's actually he is going to America next year, and it, but it's more to Disneyland. Um, 
he's, he's, his private jet's going to take them all over. Yeah. Well, kids big enough to go on the rides, though. The, the book uh, well, yeah. To be fair, Charles, some of the some of the kids are too big for him, and some of the kids are too small for him, and then some of the kids are are just about right. But, but surely the adults have got to go with the little kids. The adults have got to go on mm. rides, and Luke won't fit on them. Yeah. No, Luke, I mean, Luke will be in queue for donuts. Yeah, cool. And he'll yeah. actually he'll see Mickey Mouse wearing a Luke baby's watch. There's <laughs> 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 another one that Ian wrote down two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ian, you're you're on absolute form tonight. <laughs> uh, it's the shame the proudest moment is not going to be aired. Just you yeah. one. Um, obviously, it's a shame Luke couldn't even listen to this, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously, it is a good job really not taking Luke because the speed of his driving of a week, you'd never get anywhere in America, Ian. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how long we're waiting for him? <laughs> yeah. It's only two hours from Bradford to London. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I seem to think that was on last week's podcast, London, so I'm not going to go over it again. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you can do. I did predict the type of car he'd turn up in, though. He did, yes. What a crap one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dirty. Full of dope. Yeah. No, it looks. Yeah, full of The funniest thing about that... The funniest thing about that weekend was that when we met you from half time and we walked back, we got back to a seat early. <laughs> and on the way back, there was uh, crusty creme donuts being sold in the, uh, in the on the concourse. Guess who bought them? Luke came, Luke came round the corner holding a box of crusty creme donuts. I nearly fell off my chair laughing. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so obviously you get a bit of a sidetrack, but yeah, if the listeners join him for the next two shows, we'll have. Updates from Ian and Charles. They're going to be posting videos on the Facebook group and on well, YouTube. What we'll, what we'll probably do on the um, first down Facebook group as well is every day we'll just we'll just post a load of photos in one go. Yeah, and what we've been doing. Put put a little bit of commentary behind them as well. Then well, we've got, we might, we've got the capabilities. No. We can maybe do a bit of video. Even, um, know, yeah, no, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering. Well, Stu, I'm wondering, Stu. Obviously, went to Miami last year. I wonder if Ian's going to find a long lost brother this year. Oh, yeah. I met Justin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't, booked don't, a few guys. Don't neglect Justin, will you? No, no. There's one thing that's true, though, about this trip, is that something's going to go wrong. Yeah, I booked it with you. It always does. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't defend myself on that. Charles, I'm just going to go back to experience from last year. But when you, you got on the tube to go to Twickenham, you left your tickets home and had to go back, so please remember yeah. the tickets. Oh, we didn't get as far as getting on the tube, we just got down into the town centre. So no, we were about to step on the tube, <laughs> we didn't get that far, but crucially we didn't. No, we didn't get on the tube, yeah. Right, was... well if you're going to talk about this, I'm going to go back several years when <laughs> Ian Davis came down to London <laughs> with his Zen missus. Bear in mind he's coming down to London from deepest, darkest, Epworth or wherever it is. Without his passport, he was going to America. Or he was going to be But not only that, he had to phone his mate up in the middle of the night, who was good enough, to bring him down for him. To so actually trunks. break into my house first. And break him down. Break him down. Yeah. <laughs> and that trumps anything about me just walking down the street and having to come back. Wow. Does I'm it not trump? Worth, I'm Does not saying it worth trump? Sorry? Does it trump 
flying into Miami. Oh, and you going on my no shoulders and saying we're fly- we're we're landing at Miami, and I'm saying I know. Yeah, but Miami. Yeah, I know. And then you went not Fort Lauderdale. No. And then you just sat back, and I'm like, what's that all about? He said, well, you know the car we buy it. He's waiting for us at Fort Lauderdale. Obviously, because that's where when I took off, we were flying to Fort Lauderdale. Well, we were. We've never been diverted a plane. Are you you and me, Stuart? That's something that's going to happen next week. Well, it's going to be entertaining. I need to backtrack a little bit because the whole story about Ian forgetting his passport. Hmm. How how did how did he get them eventually? His mate. No, sorry. I'm calling that. I'm calling that fake news. I'm calling it fake news. There's no way that Ian's got another friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken me all this time to realise that you're his friend, Charles. I can't accept he's got another one. You'll see the video. You'll see how big friends we are when you see if you get to see any of the videos. Well, definitely something to watch out for the next couple of weeks. So thank you for that brief detail of what you're going to be doing. So we want to close our show as we always do with our honourable mentions. So who wants to go first with an honourable mention? Well, unfortunately, I burnt my honourable mention. I forgot it was at the end of the show. It's all right, Charles. You've told us a good insight there on Ian's travels, so we can let you off on that. Go on then. The fact that the Cowboys had that field goal to tie it at the end, which they made no attempt to win it, but that's far from that. And then they got that five-yard penalty against them, which knocked them back. They ended up hitting the pounce. So you would say probably five yards further forward, he would have got it. And there was absolutely nothing wrong with what they did. The way they snapped it was exactly the same as they always snapped it. Exactly the same as the snap of the second time when it was allowed. I don't agree with that. I think there was something wrong with it. No. There was. No. There was. No. This yeah, could go on for a long time. I was just thinking yeah. this. And, do, you, do, you want, do you want to know what was wrong with it? Shall I tell you? What? They were wearing Dallas uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, therefore, and not enough penalties get called. So you're lucky that you've only got away with a couple last week. Disgraceful decision it was. Hey, <laughs> an official's been sacked mid-season. I've just read about that tonight. There's something, some, something that went on last week. So I've Sorry, got a bit of an honourable mention, but it's a bit of a embarrassment, really, again towards Wembley. So do you know the, the introductions at the weekend? And he announced yeah. all the star charges players individually, yeah. but all players had already come out. Yeah. <laughs> so all cheerleaders were there still with pom poms, with flames going up, and they're announcing one by one. But all players were already on the side at field. Yeah, yeah. Got no, no one told. No one told the players, then, obviously. No. Can I come in with some honourable mentions now? I've had time to think about. Yeah, of course you can. They're only minor stuff. Um, honourable mention to uh, whether it's an honourable or dishonourable mention was, a, and I don't think we mentioned this in the uh, game at Wembley with the Titans having the balls to go for the two pointer at the end. Did we mention that? 
Is it balls or stupidity? Well, no, I've written, I, I wrote, I've, I've got to say, I wrote a note about it just while I was speaking to you, just so I'd remember to say it, and I put balls stroke stupidity. I thought, I it'd I be thought balls it was a, if they won. I thought it was a cracking decision because if we'd have had overtime, I wouldn't have been able to drive out and watch most of the Dallas game. And he did mention that at the time, he was, he was moaning. He, he was the only one moaning about the excitement of him going for the two pointer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very yeah I, I, to be honest, I think it was a ridiculous, especially when his first attempt to go for the two pointer was a penalty, and he, he got nowhere near doing it. I I mm. think they should have just taken the point. But it keeps things exciting, especially when you're a neutral. Yeah, it does. Oh yeah, it does. It does. But you, if you're a Titans fan, you 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 are, you are thinking what the chuffers he just done. You feel, you feel short change. But if they'd have got As, it, they'd have been heroes. Well, no, because I actually think that they were the better team in that second half. I think they would have took it in overtime if they went to it. I think they would have taken it in overtime as well, so... But so. Ian, Ian's got a lot of clout, obviously, and he needs radio. Yeah, back I do, I do with that. Man, to get back and what, what happened was, I ran my mate Justin up. Oh. You know, I didn't have lads on Titans coaching staff. He says, yeah, leave it with me. I'm going to go for two-pointer, and uh, that's what happened. Do you know Ian's mate is also that bloke who dances at Wembley? Who we haven't seen, I don't think we've seen this year. He hasn't been there this year, has he? No, because they found out he's your mate. <laughs> what, Ian's best mate is that dancing dolphin what comes to Wembley every few years? No, you know that guy? Can, can I just say he is not my mate? <laughs> and I don't know no, him. We, we've already, already identified that. that. We've already year. established that you don't have any friends. Yeah, yeah, and I'm quite happy with that when we're talking about this. That guy who, the panther in the crowd, and he just dances and just to stupid moods and he's really annoying. Uh, you must remember maybe, it. Maybe, maybe it's only us. Maybe it's imaginary. It's just me. me <laughs> yeah, maybe it doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like the haunting of Hill House. Yeah, that's my recommendation for me. Yeah. Any uh, mentions for you, Stu? Before we finish, uh, I've got, I've got, I've still got some. Oh. <laughs> oh we'll be here for forever. He actually said some. Yeah. Not even one. <laughs> two <though>. things. <laughs> two things. One, one's a bit of an iffy one, which I've mentioned already. But the, first of all, the Chiefs. I'm going to say defence rather than defence, but the Chiefs' defence was a lot. Oh, I've just said it now, haven't I? Um, the Chiefs' defence looked a lot better this week because they've been criticised a lot, haven't they, throughout the season for being yeah. a bit average. Yeah, by us. And I, I thought they looked pretty good uh, this week. Maybe they're maybe it's only because they're up against uh, mediocre opposition, but I thought they looked a lot better. So that's, that's just a quick one for the Chiefs' defence. Yeah. Defend. And my last one as I've touched on earlier on, is a, a, an honourable mention for the NFL. Why can't they make half-times longer? They've got a game that lasts three and a half hours and they only allow, is it 10 minutes for half-time? 15 minutes for half-time? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't allow enough time to walk around Wembley, does it? It doesn't. But they've got, they've got a three and a half hour game they can spare another, like, say, 20 minutes. And, and think of all the, all the money they make out of selling this quite expensive food at Wembley and drink. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not built around live game. It's built around the TV commercials, and you wouldn't want a half an hour gap between CBS, wouldn't you? That's why it's only ten minutes. And when you go to America, it's not as chaotic getting food and drink in the stadium. No, it's not. Wembley. It's Wembley that's a nightmare. It's horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that over there. Totally different. Mm. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. Maybe it's just a problem with Wembley then, but uh, it's frustrating because we, were, you know, dearly wanted to get over and see Stuart, Stuart last week, and I only got to see him for about thirty seconds. 
Someone said um, I didn't even realise it you. I thought that Ian was talking to a homeless person. <laughs> Don't start me on Mr. Burns again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Any more for you there, that's Charles? Me. That's me. That's you. Go on, Stu. Close the show uh, down. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've actually got an actual honourable mention, not the insane ramblings of an old person. Um, did anybody see um, Mitchell Trubisky's NFL record that he set at the weekend? No, what was this one? So, Mitchell Trubisky now holds the record for the longest touchdown with the shortest game. So... They were on the uh, they were on the eight yard line, so it was eight. Uh, I think it was third and goal with eight yards to go, and he managed to run seventy five yards by going. He basically dropped back in the pocket. Then a load of defenders came after him, so he kind of did a big looping run, and he ended up coming all the way back round and dropping back into the corner, and it became the the longest run play to gain the shortest yards to get a touchdown in NFL history. Wow. Didn't, didn't did not say that one. You want to you want to check it out? It's because it's really funny because basically he's got the entire defense chasing him yeah. as he kind of does these like, little spin moves, gets away from him, and then just runs into the corner. It's quite funny. That is quite funny. There's, a lot, there's a lot of good stuff in that New England game actually. You know, we've been talking about one-handed interception. Obviously, there's the yeah. helmet at the end. Then there's. I was just going to say the Hail Mary. Yeah. yeah, and then Cordwell Patterson. Um, yeah. He lost the ball on a kickoff return, fumbled it, and then yeah. he got it. And then I think it was the very next kickoff. He ran it back for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was a lot of stuff happened in that game. Uh, to, to be honest, I thought the Bears played really well. I thought they did. I thought they they pushed the Pats really close. I thought it was a good game. That that was a true test of how far the Bears have come, really, isn't it? So it was really good to see how they came on in it. Yeah, no, yeah. Lot, you know, I think they can take a bit of heart from that, can't they? You know, they ran the Patriots really close. I don't think that Patriots defence is particularly great at the minute though. No. Well they're still winning out there, isn't it? Exactly. But I I just think that they've got some I think that offence is just decent. They've got James White and Sonny Michelle doing some really good stuff out of the backfield and now that they've got Edelman back and they they're getting Gordon more up to speed, I think that offence is only going to get better. Yeah. Definitely. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Has it really? No. Uh, depends which way you look at it from. So, obviously, enjoy and good luck in the States. Don't get into too much trouble. Hopefully I've, talk, hopefully I've talked enough so that you can't quite edit all of everything I say out. We, oh, we, we we'd never edit you out, Charles. You've Stuart, definitely mate. Got more, you've definitely got more opinions than Ian. Yeah. So... Maybe... Maybe we should trade Ian away and get Charles to do the podcast on a weekly basis. <sighs> cost you a first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worth the first round pick. <laughs> well, there's an Oregon, there's an Oregon. <laughs> I won't even give you... <laughs> so, well, good luck over there, guys, and then we'll speak to you on Tuesday. And, yeah, thank- and thanks again, everyone, for listening, as always. Well, no, he's, he's on... He's on- He's on the cast. I'm on the podcast. Yeah, we just heard it all first hand, then, haven't we? So I'll, I'll listen back to it later, and then I can be the one person who's listening. Okay, then. right. Well, same time next week, guys. Cheers. Cheers, okay. guys.
Social Podcast Network.